episode number 90 something. We've been at this a little while now. Support for today's episode comes from True Classic. Our new sponsor is the absolute best fitting t-shirts a man can buy. Finding the right t-shirt with a little bit of a dad bod is incredibly frustrating. I'm a new dad, a little bit of a dad bod. I completely understand and I'm wearing one right now, feeling confident reading this ad. True Classic has already helped over 2 million men finally get a better fit at an affordable price. Our listeners get access to the best deal they offer for a limited time only. Get 25% off using the promo code OTSGOLF at trueclassic.com. Trueclassic.com, OTSGOLF, 25% off plus free shipping. Enjoy the pod. Three shots, four part, I just do two, one putt, part four, birdie, woohoo, new driver, info, replace, into, pop five, fairway, what you fin do, think I'll try to get on, into, start right, good line, good view, Andrew, shoot him, make Gavin, episode 96, and we are uh, here with Daniel White, um, well, I'll give you the vice president of sales, correct, mindful sports yes, group, sir. all right, yep, um, kind of done it all a little bit. So the idea is, uh, Daniel and I got talking a little bit, um, recent club champion. So we're going to have to talk about that. So congrats on that, uh, at Maple Downs. Thank so you. anybody listening to the pod this week, probably listened a couple of weeks ago, we had Lauren Zaretsky on and, uh, female club champion there. And, uh, well, LPGA debut. And I know, you know, Lauren well, so I'm sure we'll get into that a little bit. And, uh, under the mindful sports group is, uh, is the Rapsodo. Um, so that's kind of how we got connected, kind of talking about that a little bit and here we are. Thanks for joining us, man. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. I, uh, I'd be remiss to, I, I, I have to be honest and admit, uh, not club champion, but it was, uh, the Maple cup uh, okay. club champion. So it's, a uh, um, re- two relatives, uh, blood relatives that can join forces, uh, can't be a husband and wife and take on the rest of the field. Uh, I wish I was the club champion though. Trust me. I wish one day I will be. But... Okay. I like it. All right. So. You have to be with a family member who is, it's not husband and wife? Correct. So a blood relative that's not husband and wife. Uh, so it can't even be a cousin. So siblings, uh, parent, okay. child, pretty much is the uh, the only way to go about it. And uh, we were champs last year was the first year ever. And uh, we didn't think, you know, we were going to be able to defend, uh, but we managed to. Uh, funny enough, I got to say, uh, shout out to my dad who got a hole in one in the morning. And then we won the club champion, uh, the Maple Cup excuse me, in the afternoon. And it was his birthday uh, the day after. So it was a pretty fun weekend to say the least. Wow. What a day. What a day is right. I will, I will tell you, it was very exciting. I had a friend, uh, or a friend of the pod over at on the mark golf. They, uh, Ray does like really cool graphics. He does like uh ball marker, stuff like that. And, um, and he also, like, I know he, uh, it just does like kind of like 24 bit graphics sort of it's really cool you got to go check it out but um he did one i know he like tagged tony finau when tony finau was doing the dance and anyway he did one for me when i had my whole one i had my little guy with me which was really cool so uh that was a couple months ago now so i just got that today i'm not still talking about that hole in one i am when i can <laughs> but uh he just sent me the photo back today which was pretty cool but congrats to you guys that's awesome that's uh that's pretty cool how do you uh Thank how's, you. how's you. the format what format do you guys play yeah, it's, uh, so it's alternate shot on the front nine. Uh, we both hit drives, and then uh, you just choose, and then fire off from there, alternate shot. And right. then on the back nine, it's a scramble, um, not like limited. You know, sometimes scrambles obviously limited to X amount of drives per person, nothing like that. Uh, it's great. My mom is, uh, you know, she she could drive the ball uh, better than most ladies at the course and keeps it straight as an arrow. So, you know, alternate shot played to our advantage just because she's playing from the ladies' tees. And I could hit that approach to green, whereas, uh, you know, most of the, uh, most of the field, uh, from if it was a male, 
they were playing from much further back right. and that alternate shot is just from you know a much further back distance so uh shout out to my mom uh, i can tell you right now i would never have come close to winning it uh with anyone else in the family uh she is she is uh you know a killer out there she was incredible both years that's awesome that's uh I haven't been out to Maple Downs, but I know while well, Lauren was saying it's pretty amazing. The practice uh, facilities are great. A friend of mine, Anthony, has been over there a few times, and uh, I've always heard good things. So I'm going to have to come check it out. It, uh, it sounds like the spot to be. And I don't, I don't know. Any, like, I've gotten into a lot of games, and I know the guys are probably listening right now. So, um I don't know. We've been, I've been getting beat up a little bit. My go- my golf game's in a bit of a dark place as we're, as we're recording this on, I think it's, I don't know, August, whatever, 30th or something like that. It's uh we're in a tough, we're in a tough time right now, but uh, Corey, Sean and, uh, and Mike, thanks guys for putting up with it, taking all my money. But um, yeah. So before we go on, I wanted to ask you, Daniel, how is Lauren as a golfer? Um, you've been able to see it firsthand a little bit, I guess. I, I don't even know how to put it in words. Uh, an absolute star. Uh, she yeah. is the future of golf, in my opinion. This woman can crush a ball. You know, I'll tell you right now, my opinion is her drive is her biggest strength. And I think she can speak to that as well. You know, she drives it on average, you know, close to 50 yards further than the average LPGA player alone. Yeah. Uh, you know, I remember playing golf with Lauren and Mabel Downs. It's par 72. It's, uh, you know, the tips are 65, 81 and watching her drop a 67, like it was no, no problem, you know, just with, with ease. And, and for those that know Mabel Downs, you know, the greens are very tricky. You know, you, you've really got to be a, have a great short game to be able to score and go low at Mabel Downs. And for Lauren specifically, I mean, her game all around is amazing. Um, Like I said, I can't speak much, I can't speak about her drives anymore. She crushes it. Her bombs are, she's out driving me every time pretty much. But what I also love to see is how grounded she is. Uh, you know, she's still only 18 years old. She just, you know, today or yesterday, excuse me, was her first day at Texas tech. Um, incredible story, obviously to watch her go there for a four year scholarship. But, uh, I, I personally just love watching her swing, watching her grind. You know, I'm one of the people I'll tell you that they're usually, one of the first few tee times, uh, whenever I play, I'm usually playing in that yeah. seven to seven thirty range and Lauren is there already. Um, it's great to see that. Right. And that's what you need. It's not just the skill, but you have to have the passion, the drive and the work ethic. Right. And I think that's the most important thing. Um, something my, my business partner and our, the golf agent who reps our players always says is it's, it's not just about the skill, but it's about the work ethic. And that really makes, uh, can make or break you. And Lauren at such a young age, um, you know, sky's the limit and I'm excited to watch her grow. I'm excited to watch her, you know, a- achieve milestones that have never been achieved before in Canada. Yeah. And it's like, we're witnessing the greatest, uh, Canadian golfer of all time right now with Brooke Henderson too. Right. So it's a, you know, female golf is in a really good place. It's, uh, you know, it, it, the CP Women's Open was awesome. And obviously Lauren went there. Congrats to Lauren making the cut and having a hole-in-one, which was awesome. So um, that's, you know, happened a few times. We've had a couple pros on and they've gone out and had a hole-in-one recently after the pod. So um, I don't know. I don't know if there's anything to that, but hopefully, maybe, maybe. Uh, we'll, you know what? It's like the it's the opposite of the Madden curse, right? You know, the Madden exactly. curse where any of the NFL athletes, they all get injured and they go downhill afterwards. This is 
you got to find some way to spin it and you have to have a name for it here. I don't know. The on the, on the screws <laughs> surprise. Yeah. Know, it, it'll be like, like yeah, yeah. Speaking hole in ones into existence. We had Kevin Gordon on, he plays on PJ tour Canada. He's over at cop and wood. And, and I think he was actually at Payne's uh, pain Valley for a bachelor party. I don't know if they were playing there or one of the other rounds. And we were talking to him like a couple days before. And it was shortly after I had had mine and he was saying, I can't believe I don't have one. Like I've had so many so close and, like there's a clip where I'm like, oh, it's going to happen. It's going to happen very soon, Kevin. Like it's definitely going to happen. And then he sent me like a video like a couple days later and it, yeah, posted it up. So incredible. Love hard that. to beat in your, not her pro debut, but in the, in her LPGA tour debut, that is really hard to be getting a hole in one. Um, and first I think day she, as well. yeah, first day. And I think she shot 68 or something in the yeah she went minus three on day one 300 yeah in the first day she was great it was fantastic awesome Awesome to watch um but yeah again we're in conversation with daniel (laughs) sorry man i we kind of got like way off track so we're (laughs) no need to apologize i love talking golf i will talk lauren Uh, i will pump her up and pump her tires all day long you don't have to you don't have to uh, ask me twice to do it well and and like you were saying how she's there early like we're there it's it's like 7 a.m um it was the friday of the conversation was like her schedule is jam-packed so thanks for fitness in and uh she didn't want to wake her parents up so she went over to the clubhouse and we were having the chat there which was awesome so we're, conver- <laughs> we're a conversation with daniel white um rap soto and the mindful sports group maybe you can just give us an idea daniel of who you are and uh kind of how we came about the chat and uh you know a couple of things that we might get into yeah for sure uh you know i'll start i mean look sports has been a passion of mine since i was a kid uh, I actually uh, transferred from Western to George Brown because I got a job at Maple Leaf Sports Entertainment uh, after second year, and I wanted to seize that opportunity and get my foot in the door. And I worked at Maple Leaf Sports for 12 years. Uh, worked at the Rogers Center uh, for four years over there as well during my time while I was in school. Um, I was in sales at MLSE for the back end of my career there and loved it all the way until uh, I left there in February 2021. Uh, COVID obviously, unfortunately got in the way, but I'm sure you can tell behind me, I'm a pretty big Raptors fan. Uh, I got a lot of, a lot of, uh, stuff on the board, but yeah, I've, I've, uh, I've always loved playing almost every sport. Uh, golf has definitely been the top golf and basketball, but my top two. And that's why I, you know, worked at MLSC and I loved it so much. Uh, as much as it was a job, it felt just like such a, a pleasure and, and a privilege to be there. Um, yeah, yeah we'll take a pause. He's, we yeah, got, we got chicken in the oven. We got chicken in the oven. Hang on. <laughs> yeah, no worries. All right, we made it through nine. And this glizzy is brought to you by our friends over at Manscaped, manscaped.com. You can go over, check out the ultra premium collection or anything that you need to not suffer through the back nine here. Using the promo code OTS Golf, you will get 20% off plus free shipping. Maybe you'll go low on the back. Thank you for supporting the episode. Thank you for supporting the pod. Manscaped.com, 20% off using the promo code OTS Golf. Free shipping right to your door. Enjoy the pod. For, I've worked at MLSC for 12 years. Uh, I was, you know, diehard Raps fan, worked on the sales side over there, uh, helped with a lot of, with some partnerships as well for the, uh, for the multiple brands across the company. But, uh, you know, for me, sales has been something I love doing. Uh, I love, uh, you know, networking, client entertainment, kind of that aspect of the business. But uh, combine that with sports, it just, it's, it's, a passion, but it's something that you wake up every day and you're excited to do. And for me growing up and, and as I kind of grew up in the workforce, I always wanted to make sure I did something that I loved. Uh, you always want to wake up ready to go to work. 
once you're not at that point, once you're waking up feeling miserable, that's when you feel, you know, in my opinion, you need to make a change and you need to do something else because you got to be happy and you have to have a good work-life balance. And uh, so, yeah, I, so I, um, during COVID, unfortunately, obviously COVID changed a lot uh, in the sports entertainment For landscape. Sure, yeah. You know, I, I couldn't really focus on the Leafs and Raptors brand. There was just nothing to, you know, focus on selling. Uh, so it was unfortunate. Um, so fast forward, I, uh, I actually had met up with, again, a, a longtime friend of mine, uh, Joe Shushad, who I've known since high school days. You know, I've known him for 20 years now. And Joe and I have always been good friends. We're diehard golfers. And we've always talked about the idea of working together. Uh, but to be honest, look, sometimes, uh, you know, mixing business with friendship doesn't work. And we understood that going into it, uh, or sorry, talking about this years ago. And we said, you know, we were only going to do this when it made sense, not just going to force it. Uh, you know, the idea of working together was always something we had uh, um, dreamed of doing, but it only came to fruition recently when the time was right. So fast forward to, you know, late 2021, uh, sorry, early 2022, excuse me, where Joe was actually, you know, Joe had met um, Victor Perez about four years ago now. And Victor, it was his first player that he actually signed as an agent. Victor was ranked outside the top 400 to be uh, when Joe met him. And Joe helped, helped him, uh, helped finance him, helped put him in the right mindset, the right coaches, uh, the right clubs, the right, you know, just kind of put him in the right direction with Joe's experience uh, within the golf industry, um, which he's got a lot of. And Victor ended up going as far as, I think he was ranked 28th in the world, was his highest and his peak, which was 2020, when he lost to Billy Horschel on the semi, in the semifinal Sunday of the WGC match play. And I'll tell you that that weekend was so much fun watching that, watching Victor propel. And I wasn't part of the team yet. I wasn't part of the company, but Joe is a longtime friend of mine. So obviously I'm rooting for Victor. Um, and Victor's, you know, past winner. He's won in the Dunhill Links, which is a major tournament in European tour. And so it allowed Victor to kind of propel his career, play in, you know, he played in the Masters in 2021. He uh, this past year he played in the US Open and the Open, uh, T34 in the Open actually this year. And he was playing great. And what this allowed Joe to do, though, was propel and, and expand his agency. So uh, we had one player now all the way up to uh, just over 10 players, hoping to have a few more before the end of the calendar year, calendar year signed. Uh, you know, we've got anywhere from we've got players from the Challenge Tour, the Corn Ferry Tour. We've got some on the DP Tour. Uh, so we've got, you know, Jesper Venson, Ma Maverick Antcliffe. We've got... Um, Mike Lorenzo Vera, excuse me, Chris Baker, who's on the Corn Ferry. Someone I'm really excited about and we're pumped about his future is uh, Pontus Nyholm, who's a 24-year-old Swedish player uh, who's on the Corn Ferry. He actually uh, had a hole-in-one, uh, I want to say it was a month ago, maybe six weeks ago, uh, but it was incredible. Pontus almost won one of the Corn Ferry Tour uh, tournaments, which was great. And he's fighting to get a PGA card, but uh, he's still young as well. So very excited to have him on board. Now, where that what happened was Joe actually was able to uh, you know grow his roster so large that he kind of needed uh, or wanted assistance on the partnership side. Uh, wanted to help with partnership for his players, sponsorship deals, experiences, and that's where I came in. Uh, I had you know quite a network and a book of business uh, within the sports industry and people that love golf, but also my hustle and passion, which Joe knows and I and you know he can speak to allowed me to have this opportunity and I was very thankful for it. And this is kind of that moment where Joe and I 
sat and realized we have something here. Uh, there is a there is something we can do here together. And so I hopped on board with absolute no brainer. Um, and that, you know, kind of led to Rapsodo. So that, sorry, yeah, Daniel, sorry. Just, I just want to jump in before we get to, uh, before we get to Rapsodo. Now the players, when the players, um, obviously you'll contact them or they might contact you or Joe or whatever it is. So is it mainly just, um, like sponsorships that you're trying to seek out for them? Or is there any other, uh, like, cause I was kind of going through the website, you're trying to help them with their game all around, right? Is there any other aspects that you're kind of connecting them with? Yeah, it's a great question. Um, what I like to do is not just focus on sponsorship deals, but experiences. Uh, I want to allow people the opportunity to play with these players. For example, I just, uh, Victor came here for a week uh, in the first week of August, and I had set up some rounds with some people that I knew, some clients that I knew, and they could pay to play and uh, play around with uh, with Victor. Uh, Joe is a member of Coppinwood. We have connections at the National. So Victor actually played the Nash with a couple of guys. Um, and, and, the reason I do that and I don't just go the partnership route and the sponsorship route is something I learned at MLSC, uh, you know, a mentor of mine, and he's uh, now the chief revenue officer for the New York Mets, Jeff DeLine. He always told me it's, you know, partnerships aren't necessarily about digital signage and, you know, putting billboard, putting your ad on a billboard at games anymore. It's about relationships building and growing relationships, but also providing clients experiences, you know, create, being able to provide someone with a memory and an experience that they'll never forget is a lot more powerful than putting, you know, at Maple Leaf Sports in the Scotiabank Arena, a digital signage of your company's logo. And it hit me and he, and he's so right. And I've learned so much from him and from, you know, a lot of the executives at Maple Leaf Sports about going that route on the partnership side. So, I've kind of tailored it and we've allowed ourselves to focus on doing that while doing partnerships as well. Uh, you know, Pontus has a deal now with Colliers International, but what we included in the deal is Pontus is going to actually uh, have the opportunity to play with uh, Colliers has the chance for them to send three people to play with Pontus at TPC Sawgrass. And, you know, that's a memory that sure. not only Colliers is going to remember, but whoever they send. So yeah. it's not necessarily them sending their executives. They may want to send one of their best clients completely up to them. But those are kind of experiences that you can't, uh, you can't replicate. But more, more importantly, not everyone has access to and not everyone has the opportunity to make that work. So we wanted to kind of stretch it and not just focus on the brand and partnership side, but we wanted to focus on that experiential treatment. Uh, you know, we've done, we've done a, a trip to the U.S. Open, for example, when Victor was playing. Uh, provided someone with access. So we kind of focus on at going outside the box. Now, I, I was thinking back to when Victor was, yeah, when he finished um, the second Billy Horschel in the, I think it was the semifinals, yeah? Yeah, so he lost to Horschel in the semis. In the semis, and I, yeah, I, and then Horschel I forget went it was on to win. Sergio, I think he beat Sergio in the afternoon. Yeah, yeah so right at that time, I had uh, Mac Boucher on the pod, and I know that he had recently like just before that caddied for victor and i know you and i were kind of talking about that a little bit and um it, it was just kind of cool to kind of connect all those dots and that was just right when like victor was peaking and uh, victor's an awesome player awesome to watch like a lot of fun to watch so um kind of be cool to see where he goes and i know pontus like i've seen a little bit of his game and he pounds the ball like he just absolutely smashes the ball so that might be a good uh little rap soto connect there um 
I know Bryser's mentioned in the past, he has a relationship somehow with Jeff Deline as well. Um, I'm not sure how I was trying to message him quickly there. I know he's, uh, he's working a little bit. Couldn't, uh, couldn't make the pod this evening, but, um, I know he's got, uh, some type of relationship with him. So I'll have to, uh, I'll have to let you know how, I don't know if it's like through his like father or something like that, but, uh, yeah. Yeah. So it might be role. through your cop, your Coppinwood connections as well. Jeff's, uh, Jeff was a member there for a while. Uh, you know, like I said, he's, he's someone I, I looked up to at Maple Leaf Sports and learned a lot from an unbelievable golfer. Uh, can kick my ass without even stretching, which, you know, probably if you switched hands, he could still kick my ass on the, on the course. Uh, I'm not sure if I could swear like that, but, uh, yeah, go he, for it. Go uh, for it. It's all, it's all good, man. It's all good. We get the, uh, we got, well, I don't know if this is fair, but I know Kevin Gordon won the club championships there. So the guy's Kevin telling, definitely knows Jeff. Yeah, yeah. The guy's telling you just, he played PGA tour Canada. Um, you know, he's a lefty, which is awesome to watch. Cause it's always fun for me to watch lefties who, uh, who can hit the ball consistently and uh, and well all the time, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's hard to kind of compare him. He's one of the you know one of the best golfers in Canada right now, right? So it's uh, For sure when he goes there and just kind of um, you know takes home some hardware. But uh, yeah, hopefully uh, hopefully we'll get out there one time and play. I think uh, Coppinwoods it's a special spot. It is definitely a special spot. I got to uh, I got to get out and check out for sure. Um, it's incredible. Yeah, have you have you played there recently? I haven't played there this year. Um, I've played there. I I probably played there about just under, yeah, probably about seven, eight times in my life. Uh, It's funny when we were at Maple Leaf Sports, there was a silent auction every year uh, during Christmas time, during the holidays, and one of the prizes that that all the employees got to bid on, and one of them was playing at Coppinwood with Jeff uh, and another executive, and you get a you know compliment, and you get a tailor made putter of your choice. So every year, three for three years straight, that it was available. My buddy and I signed up for it. Uh, it was incredible. It was like, yeah, I think we paid 200 bucks a person and we got, you know, a $500 tailor-made putter and a free round at Coppinwood with some of the executives. So nice. it was an absolute treat. Uh, that practice facility, I mean, the, just the three whole, I, have you played it yourself? You, I, you I have not. Or? And and I've heard like from every person I know that has played there, they've talked about the practice facilities there. Kevin, Kevin as well. Kevin's obviously played in some of the best courses in North America, right? So you you know touring around, and he, he did say it's 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 special. It's a special spot for sure. Is it a three hole course they have there? Three hole practice course on a separate from the range. They have a chipping area, like they have all of them, but to have three legitimate golf holes just for practice to me is incredible. And they're not easy. They are tough holes. Yeah, uh, you know, you're talking, you're using a driver on the holes. Like it's it's just fascinating. It's unbelievable. Uh, it's a tough track. It is a very tough track. I will say that, uh, you know, it's, it's, it, but it's, it's challenging, but fair at the same time. Um, but it's a great course. So you, you definitely have to get out there for sure. Yeah. Bryzer just got back to me now. He's, uh, he said he does know him. He hasn't said much else. He's just packing up and stuff like that. Work, so, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, when, uh, maybe we'll connect the dots later. I got a bit on that prize too. I got to get myself, uh, I don't know. I've, I've got a putter coming back up from, uh, a friend down South who does, uh, like club restoration. So I've sent my like Holy grail. I have two of them. Um, so I took the risk and sending it down there. Hopefully it made it and, uh, it's on its way back now. It's crossed the border. Apparently he was just telling me right before we hopped on the call. So, uh, um, love that. Yeah. He does like complete restoration. So it's a 2011, uh, I think it's 2011 or 2012, uh, Delmar honey dip. So, um, he actually, I sent it to him. I was like, Hey, do whatever you want, man, go for it. And, uh, he stripped it all down and he did whatever the, I don't know, chemical imbalance that he does. And he copper, he essentially coppered the putter, which is pretty cool. And, uh, That's so it'll be like, yeah, it'll be like a raw copper, one of a kind 
Del Mar, which will be really one of cool. one. One of one, one of one. I the love that club special. So thank you, Chris. Thank you so much, man. I can't wait to get it. And I'm um, even nervous to put it back together myself, but uh, we'll, we'll figure that out. But I had, uh, I just hopped in Daniel when you were, uh, when you were kind of starting to talk about rap soda a little bit. So that's kind of the idea of the pod is, uh, everyone right now is uh is like kind of really into their into you know their swing into the numbers people are starting to kind of get more in depth with like you know their launch angles and uh you know attack angles and ball speed club speed all of these different things and that's kind of something that the rap soto can do i know we have a connection with sarah who's um we've had ryan gregnell on, on the pod in the past who's uh her husband so um she's been using it a little bit which is uh which is pretty cool i've seen that so what's uh kind of what's your role what are you guys doing with rap soto yeah uh no i it's rap soto i will say you know was something that came way out of left field uh you know we're a golf agency right so that's how everything started is you know we have some connect we have plenty of connections in the golf world um and you know hats off to joe for for uh finding this product but also he's very good friends with the ceo from the u.s it's a u.s-based company and uh struck a, a licensing deal with uh, the u.s parent company and we are the exclusive canadian distributors of rap soto so uh joe was able to meet with gentleman art who's their ceo um strike this deal uh and we saw it as an opportunity like no other you know from someone myself who's got that sales and partnership background and you know years of experience in the sports world um you know tied with joe and his golf knowledge and his connections in the golf industry you know we complement each other's skill sets so well and brought the rapsodo or we brought this to canada because we saw an opportunity to your point um the beauty about Rapsodo, so it is uh, it is a device that, you know, you download the app on your phone and it just goes based on a stand. In fact, I may or not have, have the device right here, maybe put a plug there, but, uh, you know, the, the device is right here and your phone just literally rests right on it. And it's so small and it's so tiny uh, and it's so portable and it's the size of Bushnell. But the best part is the fact of what it can do. So you know, at its price point compared to the rest of the market, it's the only one that provides you with video playback and shot tracer technology. And it provides you with this instantaneous downloadable content, which you can send out, whether it be to, to your pros or pros sending out to clients, to students, or if you want to post it on social media, you know, we live in, it's 2022, we live in a digital world, right? Sure, so yeah. I think you and I both know, everyone wants to put content out there. Content is key, right? From, from podcasts, to shot tracers, to, you know, video golf content. You know, we were talking about Mac before. Uh, uh, Mac is, uh, is uh, one of the content kings, in my opinion, Mac Boucher. Well, yourself as well, by the way, yeah. to be clear. But No, um, Mac is, uh, I, I have no problem taking a backseat on that Mac one. That is definitely for sure. Mac will be, uh, he'll be suiting up with us. He'll be in the chair in a couple of weeks. Um, Love that. Yeah, so he'll, uh, he's going to do, actually, episode number 100 with us, the way his schedule lined up, which will be really nice. So he... I think was probably number like episode eight or something. So we never knew if we'd be here at uh, number 100, but yeah, he'll be back on. So anybody listening who wants to check that out, I know, uh, yeah, he is definitely, uh, he's kind of the king of golf content. He really is. He's pretty creative and, you know, obviously like on the course, extremely creative too. Right. So I think, uh, 100%. 
Yeah. Well, I, I will definitely be listening to episode 100. That's for sure. I didn't get to hear uh, full transparency. Uh, I didn't hear episode eight. I don't think so. So I'm going to have to go take a look. Maybe I, I did hear it. I don't I know. We, it was Mac. It was my, uh, it was, well, I'd been doing it a little bit, a little while and it was Mac's first ever podcast and he was pretty nervous. Like we were talking a little bit before, which is kind of funny now to see how much he's grown even in just like a couple of years. Right. But, uh, he was like, he was kind of nervous to hop on and, um, yeah, it was good though. And then uh, we were just kind of shooting the shit a little bit. And there was a uh, Leafs game on, so we ended up just kind of like chatting as the game was on a little bit. It was cool. Uh, really, really cool guy. And I know he's a bit camera shy, so it's kind of see kind of cool to see him come out of that a little bit. He didn't mind hitting oh, the yeah. golf shots and stuff, but now he's kind of getting his face out there a little bit. And I think he's, uh, you know, he's a good advocate for the game and like kind of where the game is. Like it's like you say, there's so much content out there and the game is definitely changing. Like it's, it's ever evolving, but we're getting to a point where, you know, people want to be more creative on the course and it's hard to find somebody that is more creative than him. Like, I don't know, Bob, uh, maybe Bubba. I don't know. Like yeah, Bubba, Bubba just does it in real time Bubba. on the PGA tour. So that's the only difference. Right. So, yeah. and, and that's the thing is, you know, I, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure Mac, you know, does his own, all his own content, edits his own stuff. You know, I'm sure Bubba doesn't do that. I will tell, I will take Mac over Bubba any day of the week as content King, but, uh, and Mac's working with us actually now, uh, Mac's awesome. done a couple of rap Soto, uh, promos and, and help post some content, um, just cause it helps him. I mean, we've been able to provide him with the analytics, uh, with his content. It kind of just matched perfectly. And it was in sync. Uh, Mac is a, a, a buddy of, uh, one of our VPs, uh, Brendan Barrick, who's a VP of golf management, who's, um, you know, amazing at what he does as well. And, uh, I will say that Mac has been unbelievably, he's been so nice with us and, you know, like I said, rap Soto for us, it, it's just growing. Um, we're, or we're just getting started. Excuse me. You know, we've, we've really only focused on, you know, making this large push in Canada this year. Um, you know, we're in golf towns across Canada, but we have a couple of big partnerships. Uh, I can't speak to yet because they're not official, but they're going to be coming for 2023 and a couple of massive deals. But, um, you know, we, we are excited to bring this product just to the average golfer, um, to the pro golfer, to the beginner. It goes for everyone. And that's what we loved about the product. And, you know, it retails on our site for 635 bucks. So, you look at compared to the you know, R10 or the flight scopes, all of those are, you know, over a thousand bucks easy all the way to the TrackMan, which is, you know, 30 grand. And yeah. for that is where we saw that opportunity. You know, we saw that competitive advantage of the fact that we had that shot tracer technology and video playback and that instantaneous download content, providing all the same statistics from carry, dis total distance, launch angle, launch direction, ball speed, smash factor, club speed, side carry. So we're able to provide all those analytics and we're within a percent um, or 1.5% of most categories compared to the track man to compared to a $30,000 track man. So yeah, that was, was the, that was the no quote when, when I was kind of going through, I was doing a little bit of research earlier. That was one of the, that was one of the quotes I like 2% of the 2% margin or something like that on the, uh, on the statistical side of it at 2% of the cost, right. Which is, which is pretty impressive to be able to, uh, it, you know, put together at a launch monitor that's handheld will it always be a handheld option daniel or, or are you trying to uh like will it ever become something that's you know just put on the ground or is it a convenience module essentially like it's a convenience module we want it to be that right we want it to be portable we want someone to be able to carry it around it's literally yeah. it comes in the same size and case of a bushnell uh you know the range finders and i mean think about how portable that is right it clips onto your bag comes with its own clip too like we we've purposed it 
so that it is very portable and easy to carry and bring around. You know, you you tie it to your app, you just download the app on your phone. Obviously, that makes it beneficial for for the users. It's not a lot of uh, legwork, not, you know, I'll tell you right now, uh, there's uh, someone that we're working with on a potential partnership and they said, it's frustrating right now because they're sitting in a situation where they have to stand behind someone, they have to film them, which you have to get the okay from the player because it's kind of distracting when you have a human standing behind you. Yeah, They film them and then they have to take a separate shot tracing app and actually draw the shot tracing which is not always accurate and they have to find another program for the analytics. So, okay, we're going to help solve all three problems in one shot, be able to provide you with that accuracy as far as the analytics, the accuracy as far as the shot tracer goes and a little tiny portable device that sits eight feet behind you that is not distracting. And if it's distracting you, you might need to focus on, you know, the psychological part of your golf game because, it should not, it, it does not even come in, in sight, uh, you know, being eight feet away from your swing. So it, it, it's incredible. Yeah, I can definitely say I would not notice that. I don't know if any golfers would. I, I kind of don't use the, I don't, the, the psychological aspect doesn't usually factor in until after I hit the ball, right? So, and then I kind of think back to what yeah. I did, right? So it's like that for a lot of us. And, I don't know. It's, uh, yeah, I've said it it's the next shot, right? Well, the next shot's always the most important in golf. And I've said it so many times, like, you know, I can shoot a 73 or 93 and I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. It doesn't matter. Game doesn't uh, change. It's I'm kind of at that point now where I'm just happy to be out there golfing. And I was kind of thinking as, as you and I get talking, Daniel, I was thinking like, you know, it'd be a cool thing to like have out with your buddies and you're on like a part three and stuff like that. And you want to kind of check out a couple of stats or, you know, I think it like men's night, like it'd be cool to like bring out to men's night and kind of get guys like using it and, and kind of checking it out and being able to see like their ball flight and how, you know, those things go through. Um, you mentioned them quickly there. I wanted to make sure I just went back over. So we got carry distance, total distance, uh, you got carry distance and total, total distance, launch angle, yep. launch yep. direction, club speed and ball speed. Yep, and then side smash carry factor. And smash oh, sorry, factor. go ahead. Yep. Yeah, side carry and smash factor. The one thing that you I thought it. was kind of neat was side, like side carry. You're going to see that with the, like with the tracer, like it's it's going to trace the ball for you. But it's kind of cool to see because I don't know, like I hit a pretty good as i get less and less flexible i hit a pretty good draw i'm a lefty so i'm pulling the ball left to right kind of like mac um but it'd be kind of cool to like see his stats on like <laughs> trying to use that thing is it able to track like a 30 yard sling like is it it can go uh, yeah 100 percent. i'm actually wow. able to use it like that and that's the amazing part about it right and the side carry is really cool it's something that i don't use uh enough and i need to i like i have certain ones that i love preferably my ball speed club speed launch angle sure. and distance but side carry is great you know especially for a lot of people that are trying to draw and slice the ball or try to fade it excuse me they want to know you know kind of how far away from that target line it is right yeah you know, side carry is the, the distance from the target line you know based on where the ball lands so it is it, it's beneficial for a lot of people especially for newer golfers that you know i think we all know the common theme that ends up happening for newer golfers is the slice right the slice is usually this when when you're starting and you don't finish the swing the side carry allows you to kind of see how far you are slicing it away and with that video playback you can kind of slowly rewind and fast forward it to see what you're doing wrong um oh like it has so, the capability to actually like kind of pause and like do freeze absolutely frame, yeah you can you just have a you have a dial uh, and you can just literally move your hand and you can just go back and forth with it you can pause it you can play it you can just slide and just like kind of make your own slow motion um, with the premium. We have a premium subscription model. It's a hundred bucks uh, for the year. And what it does is allows you for slow motion. 
Also provides you with the apex, your shot apex, uh, with a number of other features. For example, we have coaches that are actually on board with Rapsodo and you can purchase lessons with them um, as part of the subscription model where you can send in your video and you know these are professionals uh, that actually work with you and they'll send you playback and their feedback. They'll draw imagery on your swings, tell you what to do or what not to do. Um, you know, And something you mentioned earlier, which I, I would be remiss if I didn't mention is you know, you go with your buddies and you're on a part three and you do a little competition of your own. There's actually competitions on Rapsodo. You can send in, you know, they do long drive competitions or closest to the pins. They do combines and you can send these film and footage into Rapsodo. And if you win, you'll actually win some perks out of it. For example, you know, a free year subscription or a six month trial um, just to add a little fun flavor to your game. Um, but I, I love the part three aspect specifically because you know, you could kind of guess your yardage, play close, closest to the pin. Uh, I was actually at Maple Downs today for the ladies pro-am uh, setting up at a par three, doing that exact same thing, asking them to kind of guess their yardage and filming them and seeing who was closest to the pin and see who could win. It was great. Well, yeah, it's cool too. Like if you're just at the range, like with some buddies or something like that, hitting, hitting balls, you can kind of get an idea of, you can't really get out there and see who's, go, who's went further or whatever it is. So, um like me, if you're deep into like money games and you know, that's kind of where your game is then, and you can kind of keep it wherever you go. So, uh, yeah, I don't, 100%. I don't think Mike will take me up on any of those. Uh, if Mike's listening to the pod, I don't think he's going to take me up on any of those, but, uh, we'll definitely find something to do with it. I was, I was kind of looking at like the different insights, so all the club gapping and, and whatnot. So is, is it storing that information for you? Like based on what club you're using? Absolutely. So you can you can select which club you're using. Um, it provide it stores all of your analytics. It stores all of your graphs, your your graphics of any shot you're taking, uh, and it stores it uh, for an extended period of time. I think it's about 500 gigabytes of data. There's so much uh, space and usage in there, you'll never run out. That's what yeah, I'm Yeah, anybody saying. who's like me, I'm looking at it, it'll hold 10,000 videos for you. So Exactly. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> if you're like me and you forget to delete videos, there's 10,000 of them there for you. So it's pretty awesome. That's. I'd, I'd say the only person that might affect, you know, is someone like BJ Singh. I'll never forget. I remember in his prime was, uh, I believe it was 1,000 golf balls a day at minimum that he would hit. <laughs> And that's just wild. So I guess he only could last 10 days on there. But for most people, and I'm not like VJ, um, I, I will say it, you have an infinite amount of video space for you, uh, Mac. But but back to your point, it, the club gapping, it allows you to to work on that. Um, it's actually a really neat trick on the Rapsodo where you don't even have to keep selecting and tapping the different club. You actually could just point your the, the number of your iron or your driver or your wood for that matter to the camera and it automatically detects which club you're using and it changes it automatically on there and registers it. So then you could just pull up all of your seven iron shots, all of your eight iron shots and you don't even have to tap anything. It just keeps filming and filming and filming. Does it, uh, does it factor in any like of the outdoor conditions? Is there any way to kind of factor that in? It's a great question. So unfortunately, obviously something like wind, uh, it yeah. can't, it, it'll, it'll project what your swing was based on your, uh, sorry, where the result is based on your swing. It's the ball trajectory. Oh so yeah. I guess so, it will right? not yeah. take wind into effect, right? It won't say, Oh, there was wind. It's actually going to bring it 20, back 20 yards less. No, it'll factor it in. Like there was no wind and it was a calm day. There was no breeze. There was no kind of slopes. Uh, it doesn't factor slope as well. Um, so obviously sometimes I've had, I had someone come to me and say, you know, I had a, 150 yard hole, but it was straight downhill, it was 20 yard slope, and it didn't register. I said, well, you know, I, yeah. I, 
the Rapso is an amazing product, but I'm not going to lie. We're not perfect. Okay. So unfortunately we couldn't factor in slope. Um, but for the average golfer, especially to your point, you're hitting on the range. How many people are really factoring in slope or want to factor in slope there, right? You want to know what your straight yardage was. What yeah, your you want to be on the flat. You want to be on the flattest range that you possibly can be, right? So you exactly. get the most accurate stats, and then that's kind of on you to to work out all those like different. Uh, I don't know whether you're a, you're a field player or not. Like whether working in the wind, I I've been lucky enough to uh, caddy for a couple of guys on PGA Tour Canada. So that's one thing that I always, I always ask is kind of how different players work in factor in wind, and if there's like any algorithm within their uh, within their notes, or is it just kind of by feel? And everybody's got kind of a different response, right? So you're gonna take the data that you get from it. You're gonna you know find your average carry distance, your average. Um, you know, shot distance for each club, and then you're going to kind of make your own adjustments from there, right? Everybody's going to be different. And if you're playing at, it all kind of depends where you're playing too, right? Like Maple 100%. Downs is going to be, like I play at Port Hope, Maple Downs is going to be a lot different than at Port Hope, right? So yeah, it all kind 100%. of, uh, yeah, a lot of different things to work in. But so it sounds like the idea is, you know, you take it to the range, you gather as much information, and then everybody's got their own little yardage book, whether it's mental or, or you're carrying a yardage book while you're playing, then you kind of, it'll give you as much information as you as you like, right? So covering all different, uh, like eight of those topics or eight of those different, uh, I don't know, little disciplines within the game is, uh, it's pretty amazing. It's pretty amazing for a little handheld device, right? Uh, it, it's crazy to think of how far we've come. That's the way I always look at it, right? I mean, I I didn't even think a launch monitor 10 years ago was going to ever be a thing or it even existed, right? Yeah. And I think to your point is that portability, being able to bring it on the range, it's not just for the, it's not for the professional golfer, but like I said before, it's for the average golfer, it's for the beginning golfer, because the beginners want to see their swing, what they're doing right and what they're doing wrong. Um, for that matter, any golfer wants to see what they're doing right or wrong, but the beginner golfer might not care about their analytics as much and might care more about their swing, their, you know, their side carry for that, for that matter, their launch direction. Right. And we can help provide that. But the average golfer wants to know their stats, uh, you know, wants to be able to see their swing still. Um, but you bring it to the range and be able to, to, to mess around with it and get your yardages and be able to kind of store and register all of those numbers and kind of you know work on that consistency and 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 that's kind of the goal to help improve someone's golf game but you know we wanted to make it fun as well like the i i say you know content is key we live in a digital world i said it before and i'll say it again it's 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 everything you know that this day and age and being able to you know it's within 10 seconds you know instantaneously you can download this content and you can post it on any form of social media you could send it via email or text message to a pro, to a friend. You want to brag to your buddies like you were just mentioning. I want you bragging to them and saying, yeah, I hit this 300 yards. Now step up and uh, try and beat me, right? And, you know, you could show that proof and you could show that number as proof because there's no other way you would be able to do it other than showing them, you know, something like uh, from from a software like this. So. So I guess I that's know, your Daniel, goal now. I hit a 340-yard drive the other day into a short par five and still had to chip in for par. So I don't know, man. <laughs> it's, Wait, uh, let's talk about the 348-yard drive. It caught the slope in the right spot. It was pretty good. So it was uh, amazing. Yeah. I, I'm, like, Long, I'm a big guy. Can, ever? Uh, no, no. So I have... The longest one that I know I hit, um, I actually almost had an ace at, again, we're going to talk about it probably uh, half the episodes I've somehow talked about it, but uh, I hit one to about a foot at Dundas Valley number five. It was 345 yards, um, and I hit it to about a foot there, and that same day I had one 362, and that's the longest one that I remember. 
My goodness. Yeah. I yeah, wish. So I wish I could do it's that. Just, What's your average drive? Um, like I would say like my average, like carry would be like 280 or something. Like I, you know, Love so that. sometimes I find, you know, like I, I probably, my average drive distance yardage wise would be 290, 300 yards. I'm not the longest hitter out there. I definitely hit it pretty far, but, uh, like sometimes, um, I think the other day I was kind of having a tough day and I just kind of ripped one and I just got a brand new driver. So, um, yeah, I think I was just, uh. Yeah, I don't really get upset on the course or anything. I like to just kind of try to hit the ball hard if I'm not uh, hitting it well. So that's yeah. the way to go. I, it's funny. I'm the opposite. I'm such a tempo based guy. All my friends, you know, make fun because I'm, I'm, you know, I'll, hit, I'll drive probably about 260, 270, but that's, you know, my kind of average or, or peak, if you will. Yeah. I'm definitely a drive for show, putt for dough kind of guy. And I'm definitely, you know, my tempo and my short game. And, uh, you know, I'll, I'm happy to go that club back and, you know, not go for it. I'll tell you right now, one of my best friends, uh, we always play, uh, we play a lot of games and we definitely play a lot of money games and he always, and I'll even drop his name to make him feel worse about it. But David Orland always goes for it in two on par fives and he always puts in the woods of the water and he always chirps me for, for laying up, but I'm, I end up making birdie or par and beat him every time. And you so and me, David, it's, uh, <laughs> you it's and me. always fun. Yeah. I say Orland, keep, keep hitting them, keep going forward until well, I can't wait for our next game. Yeah. I think like on that one, I can't remember what it was. I like, I, I pulled like, I, I don't know. I only had a seven iron into the green or an eight iron or something like that. And I like pulled it in and, and like everything slopes away from the green. Um, Port Hope's like one of the oldest courses in Canada. So if you haven't played out there, it's amazing. Um, Never but been. The, bo the bones are like super old. So it's, it's, you got to like find the fairway and I can roll it. Like, uh, putting is definitely my strongest suit in my game. Um, but yeah, I think I, I'd pulled it and I think it like caught a bad slope in the fairway. I couldn't find it. So we got up there and I couldn't see it. Like it was on an elevated spot. So, um, at least I, I don't know. I still, still made par with a dropped ball. So, or lost ball. So that was, that was something to take away from it. But when you're hitting like an oh, eight harsh. iron, when you're hitting an eight iron into a green or something like that and still into a par five and still making par, that's not, uh, that's not what we want in our game, but it's, uh, it's fun. And that's why I kind of, I was intrigued by the, the rap soto. Cause I, I kind of like the idea of just, uh, you know, making golf like a little bit of art, right. And finding a way to, uh, to make it fun and kind of make it, you know, we're a podcast, but I like to kind of throw up the odd reel and stuff. And Bricer here hits the ball like a mile. Like he still hits it 20 yards past I do like further than I do. So, um, we'll have some fun. Uh, we'll have some fun hitting the ball around with one of those things. Have you, um, I could mention Sarah earlier. So, um, she's with Ryan Gregnell. It's uh, Ryan Gregnell's wife. Um, so he actually shout out to Ryan Gregnell cause he just had, he went six for six and was 17 yards short of the longest set in, uh, pro long drive history so that's pretty cool i saw that it was yeah. crazy but that, yeah. and that was a perfect segue because i was going to just talk about the fact that clearly neither of us are even close to ryan as far as his drives go because not even. wow that not is even. those are some mammoth bombs like it's like one of the coolest things to me is watching long drive competitions and the kyle berkshires of the world and and yeah. uh yeah ryan is I, I still have not met ryan in person and i'm excited i'm uh, gonna bring ryan and sarah to maple downs and i just want to hit watch him hit absolute bombs I it's so wait. like, man, it's so crazy to watch. And like, I've, I've, we've had Ryan on the podcast, been lucky to have Ryan on the podcast a couple of times. He's a very well-spoken guy, very good ambassador for the long drive uh, game, which is, um, you know, a lot of people are kind of getting into it. Right. And realizing that that's, it's a fun aspect of the game. And he was, you know, just kind of talking about the same thing, like hitting the ball a far away and then kind of fighting for power. Right. So it's sometimes that can happen, but he's a pretty good golfer too. Like I know he'll, uh, he's got a pretty low handicap and, and I guess where I was going with that though, Daniel was 
how's the uh how's the system like registering for some of those guys like is it is it able to kind of um you know it's personal it's handheld and you know there's a setup there's always like a million track bands around where they are is rapsodo able to kind of capture a lot of their numbers great question and uh you're sort of throwing me under the bus here but you didn't know it uh ryan swing is spin speed is too quick that the rapsodo actually was not able to register it and this is not a joke um Hey, couldn't believe it. He, Didn't he's, think it was impossible. Yeah, he's one I of did, three men to to in the plane. Him, Martin uh, Borgmeier, and Kyle Berkshire to get at two thirty. I saw Kyle Berkshire just it's got it like two thirty six. Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. So unbelievable. I, I so it's unfortunate. It was unfortunate, um, but it actually I always say it's it's a blessing in disguise because now it allows Rapsoda to work on something and make sure they have it fixed. Of course. Um, so we are actually working on getting it for Ryan to be set up because Ryan. No, no joke. Ryan's swing speed is too quick that it wasn't picking up Ryan's swing. Uh, I don't think I've it's something, heard, look, look, Daniel, I don't, I don't think, think it's something that, that needs to be fixed. I think it's just Ryan's a bit of a freak and there's like only a couple of them on the planet <laughs> that are hitting the ball like that. Right. So it does. Uh, yeah. Fair, fair. I, I definitely I didn't know like how fast it would, how fast the swing speed would be that it would capture. But, um, cause I'm also thinking like, if you like the TrackMan or the GC Quad, they're a little bit bigger of uh, a system as well, too, right? So exactly. you are going to be not necessarily sacrificing anything, but there's going to be some things that might not be the same with the convenience For of sure. a handheld like option or module. Like I was saying, like being so small, right? And like being the size of a Bushnell, something that you can just kind of toss in your bag. And one of the things I was thinking is... Um, I've had a friend Paul Park on from from G Pod, so um, I don't know if you know G Pod or I Range Sports. They have like the pegs that go on the yep. ground. So that was one of the things for me is like when I'm setting up at the range, like I'm not really into like a big setup and taking video and all that kind of stuff. And I know Mac is the same way. Like I know he's talked so many times about how he kind of throws something like in a towel on his bag and he just kind of throws the phone in there. Yet he's probably the most recognized uh, social media like shot influencer in the world now. But um, you know, I think it's kind of really cool that it's just something that you put on the ground. It's not intrusive. It's something that you're just there to kind of collect the data and work on your game. And and that's why it's there, right? I'm not saying exactly. that a track man is by any means or GC quad, but it can be intimidating too, for somebody to kind of set up and put one there and, you know, sure. and you want to kind of just worry about focusing on the game and hitting those shots. Right. So, um, the fact that it can't capture 231 miles per hour balls or <laughs> swing speed or whatever it is, ball speed. Um, yeah, sorry, ball speed, but, uh, it's, it's a it'll good be problem there, to have. Sure. It is a good yeah. problem well, to have, yeah. And, and look, to your point, like, we're not competing with the $30,000 Trackmans, you exactly. know, the multi-thousand-dollar GC quads. I mean, that's not that's not the market we're competing with. We understand that if you have that money and you want to go spend it on that, you know, the, you know, the, the, the hardcore pros are going to be using that technology, and that makes perfect sense, and that's not the market we're trying to capture, and we're okay with that. Uh, but I do want you know, Ryan to be using our product. I love, uh, Sarah has been unbelievable. I cannot speak. Uh, I, I can only say great things, excuse me, about Sarah. She's, uh, you know, I, and just for context, like I met her because I was going through Instagram and I was looking for people that, you know, I thought would fit the mold and, and help, uh, you know, grow the brand and, and, you know, be an influencer and an ambassador for Rapsodo in Canada. And I came across Sarah's profile and it's very uh, engaging and her content was great. And I didn't even know Ryan at this point. And then Sarah mentioned to me about her fiance, Ryan, long drive champion in uh, 2020, I believe it was. Yep. But, um, but look, Sarah has been incredible and it's been so fun working with her. Uh, and you know, she's been providing some amazing content for us and we can't thank her enough. 
And, you know, from everything, from what we've noticed, she loves using the Rapsodo. I just want her fiance to use it because I could see some really fun competitions, you know, uh, soon to be husband and wife, uh, creating some <laughs> closest to the pins or I, I can't say longest drive. Cause I, I think Ryan's got her almost every time. That's just a guess, but you know, it'd be fun to be able to make some great content between the two of them. Um, but more importantly, I just want Ryan to enjoy it just as much as Sarah is. And, uh, just like anyone else that has, uh, has the product in hand. Uh, but yeah, my goal is to make sure, I, and I'm working with Rapsoda US right now to work on it so that Ryan can use our device because I want to post his bombs on social media. I want to just, I want to brag about all of his shots and watch how he just absolutely annihilates the ball every single time and be able to share that with the world. Well, it's one of the things too that Ryan and I talked about was um, kind of going into like the heading bay and kind of renting the machine and renting, you know, renting a, a you know, a device uh, to, and just kind of having the ability to just kind of, they're at Galt, which is a beautiful course, right? Bring it out on the course and kind of hit the ball. I think it would just be a blast to be able to kind of watch it and, uh, you know, get some of that content. And yeah, Sarah's pretty awesome. Sarah's always kind of giving me updates. I'm always sending her messages when they're at the events and stuff. So she's always really good at getting back to everybody or, you know, me when I'm just kind of saying like, how's, how's he doing? How's things going? And, and uh, yeah, she's, uh, she's pretty cool. So They've, they've got a pretty, can't, can't thank her enough. Yeah. Can't thank her enough yeah. They would be, uh, they would be a tough scramble team. Luckily it's not, well, they're not yet, <laughs> but husband and wife, when they get to that point, if they got into your, uh, into your, um, I guess match there at, uh, Maple Downs, I'd be a tough team to beat. I, I think like Ryan's got to be like the dream scramble, like partner to have, like just being able to hit the sure. ball 400 yards. Why not? Right. Well, th- thankfully for the Maple Cup tournament that we won, you can't be husband and wife, so exactly. I don't feel as bad. I'm okay with it. I can still go for the three-peat next year with my mom. Uh, no, but you're absolutely right. It's it's funny because our, our par fives are, you know, for long ball hitters, uh, every single par five, as uh, there's uh, there's four of them, there's three on the front and one on the back, they're all reachable in two. And, you know, a swing like Ryan's is, uh, there's no problem. He will be able to reach those in two without a shadow of a doubt. It's going to be a little uh, bit I'm different just, than, uh, who was it, sorry, Dave? Uh, then Dave. Yeah. Well, Dave, David can Yeah, exactly. Sorry, yeah, Dave. David will not. Yeah, no, sorry, Dave. I just, uh, I'm, yeah, I definitely won't be gambling, uh, with Ryan for, for on the part fives. Like I will with my buddy. That's for sure. I promise you that much. All right. Well, Daniel, thank you so much. I know you got chicken. I know I've, I've kind of taken up a bit more of your time just kind of chatting here. You got chicken cool in the oven, but I appreciate it. Hopefully we didn't dry it out too much. Hopefully you can enjoy it. Um, kind of as rap Soto gets going in the mindful sports group, we got to get you back on. I really appreciate you making the time man. this was a lot of fun. Hey, thank you very much, Mac. I really appreciate it. It was great meeting you. Obviously, uh, anytime you want to have me, we'd love to, we'd love to kind of catch up, uh, just talk golf, shoot the shit, obviously. Uh, you know, any one of your listeners that want to buy rap Soto will, happily provide you know uh, a unique fifteen uh, percent off promo code we'll do on the screws fifteen all one word um and would love to obviously uh have anyone else that wants to use it uh please feel free to fire away any questions at me uh but look i I love the pod been having a great time excited to hear Mac on for number one hundred as well uh but more importantly just uh love what you're doing and and thanks for having me Perfect, perfect. And yeah, so anybody who uh, wants to check out Rapsodo Golf, I'm going to link the descriptions below the Mindful Sports Group. They got a lot of cool players, so it'd be a lot of fun to go try, kind of, you know, check them out, track them. And then uh, you said it was on the screws 15? On the screws 15, all one word, caps. Awesome. Okay. So go over, check it out, grab one of these things. Cause they're, uh, they're, they're pretty awesome. I think, I think it's just kind of something that, you know, if we can all get to the point of where we can get one into our bag, why not? Right. And, uh, it's only going to help us get better. It's like a training device. That's also like good for content creation as well. Right. So absolutely. You Daniel, nailed it. Thanks so much, man. Appreciate it. We'll see you again soon.
Thanks again, Max. Appreciate it. He's out in my ball and of course so I tee up. Uh, I lose a ball and I re up. Yo. I miss a fairway, I probably end up in the ocean or maybe the beach. And I'm on a part five and I'm finna go reach it. Reaches. Second was blind, I ain't see it. Yeah. Feel like it might be an albatross, worst case scenario.